It was at this moment that he knew. Damn, son, where'd you find this? So just do it! Make your dreams come true! Just do it! You are now listening to the world's most popular, inaccurate, and sometimes squirreled retelling of pop culture history. It's Podcast 42 on the Podfix Network. Let's do one more quick mic check. Mic check purple. Mic check green. Pink mic check. Mic check pink. Mic check teal. So what I want to do for this writing session is I want to do something different. I want to record our writing session and see if maybe that helps. And if, you know, the recording's good, we can release it as a Patreon episode. I don't care. That's fine. But I'm going to drink beer the whole time. Uh, Of course. I don't know about you guys, but I'm super excited for this topic. Finally, a topic I can get behind. Doctor Who. You know what, Chris? I think I'm going to write all the words, and then I'm going to speak all the words. And then maybe, Chris, just this time once, it could be all about me. I think that's great. This is awesome. Laura's actually excited for a show. This could be good. I don't believe she's that excited. Oh, I'm super excited. She's excited. I am. Wait a minute. I don't I don't understand. We're doing a show on a doctor? Yes. Doctor Who. Yay. Like the medical show that comes on CBS? Like the doctors? Or is it like Dr. Phil, Dr. Oz? Really, Sabrina? Really? Dr. Strange. He's a cool doctor. Those other shows, they're lame. All right? No, no, no. Come on. You know this. It's the sci-fi show that comes on on the BBC. You know, the BBC. It's only been around for like 50 years or something. Actually, 56 years and 11 months, but who's really counting? Not me. I am not counting or obsessed at all with the show. Not this girl. Nope, nope, nope. But will someone please pass me a sonic screwdriver? My microphone stand is a little loose. A what screwdriver? Like like the drink with vodka, but we add like something extra into it, like tequila. All right, all right, all right, all right. We're getting, we're getting off track. Why don't we just get started? Uh, I don't want another one of those four-week script write sessions on our hands. As we write the script, Sabrina, maybe, maybe you'll catch on. You'll understand more. So okay, how do we want to approach this? Well, I really, I have no idea. I mean, the doctor is over 900 years old. And I would give you the exact age, but I don't want you guys to think I'm a know-it-all or anything. Too late. Or that I am obsessed with the show. Hey, does anyone else think it's cold in here? I'm kind of cold. Could someone pass over my frock coat and my wide brim hat and my impractically long multicolored scarf, which was knitted for me by Madame Nostradamus? What, guys? I'm not obsessed. You're now dressed like Tom Baker. Am I? Are you sure? You know, why don't we just do what we normally do and just do the history of the show? I mean, we could, but the stories are so incredible. I think we should focus on the adventures of the doctor and his companion. What? (laughs) Companions? Is this medical porn? Is that what we're doing? No, Sabrina. It's not porn. It's what the doctor calls his time traveler friends. And what is medical porn supposed to be anyways? I don't know. Like porn in the ER. I don't know. Mm, That's really weird and gross. Sex in the morgue. (laughs) Sex in the city morgue. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The patrol looks normal there. Hey, will someone else please tell me you hear that noise? You mean that wheezing sound? Like house keys being dragged on broken piano strings? That's oddly specific. Thank you. Hello, I'm the doctor. Okay, but Doctor Who? Uh, just the doctor. And since this is audio and no one can see me, the first doctor, thank you. Let me... Where am I? You're in our house, and it's a very, very, very fine house. In the middle of our street. (laughs) That TARDIS better not have broken any of my Funko Pops on the wall. I think I only broke one, and oddly, it looks like a teeny, tiny... Dardis. Strange. Chris, the doctor wants to know exactly where he is. Doctor, you're in Orlando, Florida. It's 2019. You came at just the right time. We're trying to figure out a script for our podcast. 
Actually, we're doing a show on you. That must be why the TARDIS brought me here. I can help. I'll take you all back to my beginning on the planet of Gallifrey. Oh, wait, I cannot. Gallifrey was destroyed in the Time War, but we don't need to talk about that. We don't need to talk about that. I'm pretty sure we don't. We all know how it happened anyway, except for Sabrina. She's the new Nicole, at least for this episode. What's up, new Nicole? Don't worry. Hi, Mom. <laughs> don't worry. We eventually discover that Gallifrey, Gallifrey was just frozen in time and now sits at the end of the universe. Spoiler alert. Well, in that case, everyone into the TARDIS. <laughs> the name TARDIS sounds like something that grows on your teeth that you might need like a dentist to clean. <laughs> Plus... Seriously, guys, do you honestly think we can all fit in this phone booth? <laughs> Police box! He's not Superman. Police box! Whatever! Everyone in. Hurry! Okay, let me uh, grab a beer, microphones, one more beer, and the recording equipment. Alright, I'll go along with this as we walk into the tooth decay box, but we aren't going... Oh my god... It's so much bigger on the inside. Damn it, Sabrina. I wanted to say that line. What line? Doesn't matter who said it. I do enjoy when it's said. Anyway, let's go back to Gallifrey. All right, we are here. It's been so long since I've been home. Wait, this isn't Gallifrey. This looks like a boring boardroom. Do people on the show trust this guy? He can't even take us to the right place. Doesn't, like, the TARDIS have Google Maps installed? You know, Sabrina, you're always so skeptical. <coughs> Look, and since this is audio, I am pointing. We are in the BBC studios. He did bring us to the right place. This must be the Doctor Who show meeting. You never established that. Established what? Who? The Doctor. Who is the Doctor? Yes. So listen, Sidney Newman, we had our doubts of your show idea called Doctor Who. The first year was kind of a disaster, if I may be so bold. It was hard to cast, with most actors turning down the lead role. Even William Hartnell didn't want to start the star of a children's sci-fi show. I'm not going to lie, I've had to re-record the first episode, and then having a major power outage of the day it was supposed to air was horrible. Not to mention the assassination of JFK happened the day before the show aired. The world was in shock at not watching anything else on TV but that. Literally, no one watched Doctor Who that night. No one. Like, it was you, me, and my Aunt Agatha. It was a TV share of three. Three, I tell you. <sighs> Lucky for you, mister. Later in the Daleks were introduced by Terry Nation and Raymond Cusack. People love the Daleks. The Daleks. My greatest enemy. Not to mention the enemy of the entire galaxy. All the Time Lords were involved in the Time War with them. The Daleks only know destruction and hate. <laughs> they kind of look like salt and pepper shakers or that villain from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know, the one that's just the head and the body. He's like the brain. What's mean, his name? You mean Krang? That's, yes, that's the name, right? Yes. I'm ashamed They that look you don't like the seasoning version of Krang. I forget things sometimes. Yeah. You do know that all those salt and pepper shakers... They are out to destroy the universe, right? However, side note, their voice makes me want to exterminate my eardrums. It's something rather similar to nails on a chalkboard. Agreed. Well, I think this should be enough to whet your appetite. Shall we get you back home? Wait, we don't have time for a Carlsberg? Another time. Let's go. You're definitely not home. Is this always going to happen? Yeah, probably. I mean, I guess we should figure out where we are. Hey, doctor, where are we? Doctor? Doctor? Oh, great. He left us. This is the last time I get into a strange man's box. <laughs> Wait a minute. The last time? The last time? You've gotten into police boxes with other strange men before? Hello. I'm the doctor. Another doctor? There are two of them. No, it is just I. The doctor. But, but, but you look nothing like the other guy who popped it and said, Hello, I'm the doctor. I can see your confusion. I'm Time Lord. 
we have the ability to regenerate if our bodies, they become sick or injured. What if you become fat? Then I diet. But you couldn't just, like, regenerate thin? We only have a certain number of regenerations, you know, before they're gone. So celery and peanut butter for a couple months instead. Anyway, you must have been traveling with an earlier version of me. We were, and I have done lots of research on you. Like, many hours of binge-watching. Like, so many hours. Anyways, we were just with your first form. And I can tell by your scarf that you are the fourth doctor. P.S. I do love that scarf. I can tell. You seem to be dressed a little like me. Yeah, I got really cold in the podcast recording room. The pod what room? Never mind. Moving on, we seem to have lost the first doctor, and now we don't know where we are. We're on the planet Scavo, at the time when Davos is about to create the Daleks. Great! We're about to be surrounded by salt and pepper shakers. Salt and pepper shakers? <laughs> you are a silly one. I actually travel here with my companion, Sarah Jane, but we've seemed to have been separated. Hey, where's Canine? Did you just turn into a caveman? No, Canine is the doctor's dog, Sabrina. You're concerned about a dog? He just said we were on another planet. Well, I love me some canine. He's not like a regular poop in the corner dog like I have. He's a robot dog. He poops bolts and nuts in the corner. Super useful. Ignore them, doctor. We haven't seen Sarah Jane. Exterminate. Exterminate. And there it is. That voice. What are they saying? Oh, that's easy. Procrastinate. Exterminate. I believe they're saying intoxicate. Exterminate. I don't know about you guys, but I'm here in vertebrate. <laughs> exterminate! You are all a little daft, aren't you? They're saying exterminate. Dogs were created to only know destruction. I've come to stop them from being created. I believe I managed to delay the progress by quite some time. If you wanted to stop their creation, why didn't you just shoot the Devo guy? Hey, what did I do? Not you, Mark Mothersbaugh. And Sabrina, his name is Darvos. And yeah, Doc, you could have whipped him real good. You had to go for the low-hanging fruit, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> one, how did Mark Mothers brought get here? Two, jail. That one was too easy. And three, I don't believe in weapons or violence. I have my trusty sonic screwdriver. That screwdriver thing again? Seriously, guys, I don't think now is the time to be drinking. It's it's not a drink. It's a sonic screwdriver. It tightens screws super fast and collects gold rings. Actually, it can be whatever I need it to be. It's very useful. So it could be a drink. Well, no. maybe. <laughs> not really. But it could make one. Yeah, it could make a drink. Well, let me get you guys back home so I can go back to looking for Sarah Jane. No, Rose. My plan is a good one. I don't think so, Doctor. We need to be fighting back against the Cybermen. Hey, where did you guys come from? And how are you standing in my TARDIS? <laughs> you know, that's a funny statement if you apply it to my dental joke earlier. But let me guess. You're the doctor, too? I totally did air quotes for those listening. I am the doctor. I totally did not do air quotes for those listening. I don't need to do air quotes, whatever that means. Well... Listen, whoever you are, we keep jumping through time, trying to write our show script about Doctor Who, and somehow we never get home. This is like the ninth time this has happened. The one thing the Doctor is good at is going everywhere but where you intended to go. No kidding. I've been intending to go to a pub this entire trip. That's not true. About me, Jail. Not, not necessarily you. The TARDIS always takes me where I need to go. Since you are all here, you might as well help us defeat the Cybermen. You don't want to fight them. Your plan is to hide. Well, yes. It's a very good plan. I uh, say we should go to the Winchester, have a cold pint, and wait for this all to blow over. Sound good to you, Jail? That's the first plan I've heard today that I can get behind. How is, how is that plan going to help anyone? I don't know. I agree with the doctor. A pint would be nice right about now. And even though this invasion of Cybermen is huge, <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Ooh, I'm not sure the ninth doctor is well equipped. <laughs> oh, that's what she said again. <laughs> to handle this, as he's the only doctor to have never faced the Cybermen. Did you... Did, did you just two go back to back? That's what she said jokes? Yeah, kind of. Interesting. So, anyway, I know the Cybermen. They were created on a parallel Earth where humans upgraded themselves into cyborgs to preserve themselves. Now, they are looking for recruitments. Yeah, yeah, got the backstory, Doc. Can we get to the pub now? I feel like you boys are single-focused on the wrong thing. Let's just go. 
Yeah, finally, we're going to the Winchester. Oops, this isn't the Winchester. It's the end of the world. No matter, it'll do. Barkeep, around for me and my friends. With this invasion of robots going on, all we have left is this two-hearted ale from Bell's Brewery. Uh, this can's kind of lame, has a stupid fish on it. I give it a two. I don't know what that means. Even though the label isn't cool, Chris, the name of this beer is very fitting because Time Lords have two hearts. I don't know what that means either. You see, Bell's Two-Hearted Ale is a nice IPA. I love IPAs. Laura, though, she doesn't like the IPAs. Oh, good. Oh, good. Sorry to interrupt. As Laura opened her can of beer, it started to foam from the top of the can and then all over the place. And nobody knows how to open their beer. What did you do, Barkeep? Just shake this before you even gave it to us? I don't know that either. I don't know what happened. Chris also had the same problem with the exploding beer. These England bars suck. That's why you don't serve beer at room temperature. Not at room temperature. Sabrina is next to have the beer exploded everywhere. Oh, maybe that's why they serve it at room temperature. Hold on. There's tissues on the floor. And then in an ironic turn of justice. Oh no! <laughs> Guess who doesn't want the beer? JL's beer explodes too. In your face, sucker! Don't make fun of me ever again, JL! <laughs> when does that ever stop me? I told you it wasn't a good idea to go to the pub, doctor. Well... This is the world's worst beer opening. The four, the ninth doctor, and Rose quickly clean up the mess. All I know is I got a lot of head <laughs> on my that's, beer. That's what, what she said. said. For the sake of time, everyone gets back in the TARDIS and goes back before the beer explosion. I don't know what that means. Well, even though the label isn't cool, the name of this beer is very fitting because Time Lords have two hearts. I don't know what that means either. Well... It's Bell's Brewery. Well, it, it's from their Two-Hearted Ale. It's an American IPA. It's got a 7.0 ABV. I love me some IPAs. It's supposed to have some uh, nice aromas in there, ranging from pine to grapefruit. Pine mm. and a beer? Fish beer. <laughs> mm. This is, uh, I hope this isn't indicative of all beers we're going to find in England. No, just at the world's end. I don't know what you blokes are doing. Most people just drink the damn thing. Okay. I always enjoy a beer, but I'm ready to go home. Can we get back to the blue wheezing box? Um, I'm not done with my pint, and not to mention the Cybermen are still attacking. Yeah, what are you going to do about that, Doctor? Cybermen have a shared consciousness. I'm going to say they're going to have a, have a base somewhere around here. Where's the barkeep? I'm out of beer. I've always wanted to call the bartender barkeep, by the way. It's so cool. If we can find their base and their leader... Then we can try to negotiate with them. That sounds great and all. But since the barkeep has disappeared, until we do that thing, you know, that thing that you said, I'm going to get another beer myself. Oh, man, they got Highline! <laughs> this official beer podcast 42 on draft! That's crazy. Well, don't mind if I do. Let me just grab the official draft key and pull. Well, I say we just found the Cyberman base. Drink up, my friend. It's time to save the planet. We ain't going in there, are we? I'm afraid so. can't believe there's a fake tap. I need more beer before we do this. Well, you can have mine, JL. You know how I feel about IPAs. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Half it's on the floor already. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm good. Let's go. You will be upgraded. You will become like us. No thanks. I don't look good in silver. Plus, I like outfits that make me look slimmer. Upgrading is compulsory. We'll not be upgraded. We're like our emotions and soft bodies. And I agree with Chris. You are inferior. You must be upgraded. Look, Doctor. Th- there is a big core there guarding. That must be what's controlling them. Or it could be an Alexis. Alexis, shut down Cybermen. Alexis. Alexis! Chris, stop it. One, it's Alexa, and that is why you can't even control the one at our house. Oops. Much less this huge Alexa. Goodness. It's not an Amazon product. (laughs) There's no Prime shipping here. Listen, I'm going to distract them. Rose, you push the big button that says, do not push. The rest of you, get to the TARDIS. We'll meet there and get out before this place self-destructs. 
Cybermen! Hello! Look over there! Oh, I'm glad we made it back to the TARDIS. I am ready for our next adventure. I'm ready to go home. I'm going to get you where you need to go. Of course we aren't home. Now where are we? And what new person is going to be the doctor? Hello. I'm the doctor. And I'm... Captain Jack Hartness. Hello. Will you stop that? It's like the hundredth time that I've asked you. I'm just saying hello. Yeah, Doctor. He can say hello. Hello, Captain. <laughs> yeah, hi there, Jack. Okay, introductions are done. Where are we? Oh, that's easy. We're at the end of the universe on the planet of Mal Casario. We're helping Professor Yana get the last of the humans to a safe place away from the future content. I just want to point out that all the Doctor Who bad guys... Sound like great band names. The Daleks, the Cybermen, the Future Kind. Excellent! Chris, stop that. Let's be serious. Doctor, there you are. I have something of utmost importance to tell you. Oh, hello, Martha. These are new friends. Podcast 42. Say hello. She can say hi, but I can't? Hello, Podcast 42. Doctor, this is important. The professor has a fob watch like you. He has no idea what it is, though. He says he has had it his whole life. That can't be! Only Time Lords have that kind of watch. Uh, Laura has a fossil watch. It can talk to her phone. Chris, please. A fob watch is something we use to hold our memories. We use it as our last restart and store our Time Lord essence in it to disguise ourselves as humans. When we open it and look into it, our memories are restored. If he has one, that means he is a Time Lord. You know what that means, Doctor? You are not alone. Wait a minute! Y-A-N-A... The Doctor can spell! Must have watched a lot of Sesame Street. And that, folks, is a Podcast 42 foreshadow. Chris, stop it. Seriously. You are not alone. Y-A-N-A... Professor Yana! You figured me out. Good job, Doctor. I am the master. But you're younger than when we first met. How is this possible? Yes, you guys have missed quite a bit. I was shot by my assistant. I regenerated in the TARDIS, which I stole. Clever doctor locked it, so I could only travel between here and the last place the TARDIS was. I've made a few changes in the past. Let's go check them out, shall we? We are back in the time you are from, Martha. I go by the name Harold Saxon, and I am the newly elected Prime Minister. How did you accomplish that if you only just arrived here? I used my network of phone satellites to hypnotize the world so that I could control them. We are now here on the ship Valiant to welcome a new alien race to Earth. They are, to they are called the Tuklafan. Great band name. Excellent! Toklafan? I never heard of that race. Where are they from? You should know, Doctor. You all helped to make them. They are the humans from the end of the universe. If that's true, and they are future humans, how can they come back now? I am using the TARDIS as a paradox machine. The Toklafane will come back here and kill a tenth of the human population. With my companion Lucy, I am unstoppable. Doctor, you will be worthless. All you have is Jack, who may not be able to die, but I can just keep killing him over and over again. You also have Martha, but Martha is weak. Hey. Love, weak. Oh, let's not forget those four new humans that you seem to be hanging around with. They're drunk, confused, yes. and disinterested in their surroundings. Sure am. But, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> but at least they're all holding microphones, so that's useless. <laughs> what could you possibly do to stop me? Lucy, you shot me. I can't believe it. No, you have to stay alive. Regenerate. Stay with us. We're the last two Time Lords. I choose not to regenerate. 
I don't want to spend the rest of my days with you. Oh, that's harsh. Tell me about it. I'd spend the rest of my days with the doctor. But anyways, I can't believe the master is gone. He had more regenerations. Maybe he'll come back. I mean, I really think the world would miss him. I mean, miss him. I mean, missy. No, he'll be missed. I don't even know what that's about. You are drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, it's a six. (laughs) Now, we need to stop this invasion. We must destroy the paradox machine. Well, that was quick. I'm glad that's all fixed, and we know there are more Time Lords. Can we get going now? Hopefully home or to a Wawa or something? Sure. Let me take you where you need to be. Bye, Captain Jack. Jack, don't. She's married. Her husband's right there. Bye, Captain Jack. Are you flirting with him? No more than you were. Oh my god, guys. I know where we are this time. We are in the 51st century on the planet of Alfalva Matrix, and we're at the crash site of the Byzantium. Lots of words there, babe. I know. I'm so excited because now we get to meet River Song. That's Dr. Song, and who are all of you? We are here from 2019, and we are the host of Podcast 42. We have been having trouble writing our script for the Doctor Who show. And then the doctor just showed up and he took us back to his beginnings at first. But then we've been bouncing through time with the different doctors regenerations while we're trying to get back home. You know, River, we could really, really use your diary to keep all this straight. I've come at the 11th hour. River, we must get moving. The angels are coming. Um, Now, you guys are here. This is the worst place I could have sent you. You know who we are? It seems like none of the last ones knew us. Time can be a confusing thing. You see, wait, we'll have to discuss this later. We are surrounded by weeping angels, and we've got to get moving. Doctor, how are we going to get out of this? Do you even have a plan? That's my companion, Amy Pond. Nebula. I'm working on a plan. I don't understand what we're running from. I only see are statues. The statues are the weeping angels. Another great band name. Excellent! They're an alien race, older than time. The way they kill you is by sending you back in time, to a time before you were even born. Live out the rest of your life, trapped in that time. Then they feed off your life energy. But as long as you are looking at them, they can't move. So, don't blink. I keep telling him that's impossible to not blink. He doesn't seem to understand and just keeps yelling, don't blink. Don't blink, don't blink, gotta come up. Well, while the doctor's mumbling about his brilliant plan, I want to know how you all know who we are and where we are. Well, we have this TV show called Doctor Who, which is on the BBC, and it's all about the doctor's travel through time and space. Yeah, and if she isn't watching Snapped, she's watching Doctor Who. Well, it's Snapped. It teaches women how to kill their husbands. Oh, girl, you have to tell me more about Snap later, River. Anyways, from watching the show, I know he is the 11th Doctor, and I know who you are, and I know who Amy is. Which, even with understanding time travel, it's hard to comprehend how a mom and daughter can be the same age, if you guys even are. I mean, how old you? How old are you, River? And how old were you when you married the Doctor? Two things. One, I'll never tell my age. And two, spoilers, sweetie. Ah, Doctor. There's a crack in the wall over there, like the one in my room when I was a little girl. Amy, don't go near it. There's a crack in time. If you get too close, it will suck you in. I will be like you never existed. Wait! That's brilliant. That may just work! What are you talking about, Doctor? Oh, clever Amy. Brilliant Amy. This will work. We are standing in the wreckage of the Byzantium. Why are you getting at? Well, we just turn off the gravity on the ship. We'll hold on tight, but the angels won't, and they'll be sucked into the crack in time and cease to exist. You keep saying crack. All right. Well, let's do it then. We're running out of time. That was fun, wasn't it? No, gravity is cool, but not as cool as bow ties. No. No! Not cool! (laughs) The gravity should stay... Always, on, always. Well, we should probably get going, you know, with two more doctors to go and not much more time to write. Two more. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, we're going to be doing this script thing right down to showtime, which I personally hate. Look at the time. It's nearly 12. It's about time you all showed up. I need to save Clara. Ugh, let me guess. You're the doctor. Yes, I'm the doctor. And we can't waste any more time. We have to save Clara. Question, how does helping you save Clara help us get our script written? 
I mean, her death is a fixed point in time, and you know better than any of us that there are things you can't change. So, um, why are we doing this? Because you don't need to be messing with time. Wait, there's a way. Someone hand me a fishbowl. As weird as it sounds, we always have a fishbowl on hand. Is it filled with random facts? It is filled with facts. It magically fills with facts whenever we spend more than 30 minutes talking about one subject. Let me see one. Fishbowl facts. Oh, I picked a long one. <laughs> fishbowl fact number one. The early episodes of Doctor Who were codenamed Torchwood to keep them from being stolen. This name was later begin became the title of a spin-off series featuring John Barrowman as Captain Jack Harkness as head of an organization that investigates unexplained extraterrestrial events on Earth. Now pass this around. Everybody read a fact from the fishbowl. All right. I don't see um, how this will help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor said. Okay. Sorry. Can I have a fishbowl? Because all of them know what they were doing all so far. <laughs> fishbowl fact number two. Kaylin Blackwood, who played young Amelia Pond, is Karen Gillan's real-life cousins. However, the first time they met was on set because Caitlin was born in Northern Ireland and Karen lived in Scotland. You said Scotland like you're from Scotland. 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 Fishbowl fact number three. Douglas Adams and Neil Gaiman have both written and edited scripts for Doctor Who. Fishbowl fact number four. While both Peter Capaldi and Karen Gillan had small roles in the episode The Fires of Pompeii before landing their leading roles later on in the series. Fishbowl fact number five. David Tennant is married to Georgia Moffat. She played the Doctor's daughter and is coincidentally the real-life daughter of Peter Davidson, who played the Fifth Doctor. Fishbowl fact number six. The Fourth Doctor's scarf was created by accident. The costume designer misread her instructions and knitted all of the wool she was given into the scarf. Tom Baker liked the overly long scarf and went on to wear it for the show. You know what, Doctor? I think this is helping. We're learning so much. Fishbowl fact number seven. There have been Still not home. <laughs> there have been 17 male and 27 female companions. Always more girls. Hmm. Fishbowl fact number eight. Doctor Who is banned in China because the government authorities don't want to promote anything that could be seen as rewriting history. <laughs> Fishbowl fact number nine. The regeneration effect was accidentally discovered when a faulty mixing desk allowed the image of William Hartnell to be overexposed to almost white allowing the next doctor's face to be placed before the effect faded again. Huh. Hmm. I finally learned something. <laughs> Fishbowl fact number 10. In the show, the TARDIS looks like an old-fashioned police lockup box because it's a cloaking device called the chameleon circuit mal- malfunction. No, the chameleon circuit. Sorry, comma. <laughs> it malfunctioned. The oh. chameleon circuit malfunctioned. But she said, after the doctor visited 1963 London, the actual reason was the cost to change the outside of the TARDIS every episode exceeded to prop budget. So it cost too much money, so they just left it as the police box. Mm, it's like AMC owned the show. <laughs> Fishbowl fact number 11. The original Daleks were controlled from the inside. The operators had to manipulate their eye stalks, domes, and arms, as well as their flashing lights. One of the operators made the comment, if you were related to an octopus, then it helped. Fishbowl fact number 12. Both Peter Capaldi and David Tennant were huge fans of Doctor Who growing up. David Tennant's grandma knitted him a scarf that the fourth Doctor wore, and Peter Capaldi sent letters and essays into the Doctor Who production offices and even wanted to run the Doctor Who fan club. Fishbowl fact number 13. In the original 26 years between 1963 to 1989, the show only won two awards. After the reboot in 2005, it has been nominated for over 230 awards and has won over 120 awards. Fishbowl fact number 14. When Matt Smith announced Bowties are cool. Bowties are cool. <laughs> Bowties sales shot up by 94% within a month in the UK. Yep. Wow. That should have been my fishbowl fact. I chose the wrong one. Well, you doctor. Chose wrong. I think we've read all the fishbowl facts. Yep, we're out of fishbowl facts, doctor. That didn't help. What did I miss? I need to think. Get in the TARDIS! I need to get you out of here. You four are too distracting. Hello, I'm the doctor. But wait a minute. You're a girl. Not some old dude, or some bow tie wearing dude, or some buggy eyed dude. I could go on at least 10 more times. Well, you know, I figured it's about time I regenerate it into a strong female. I know the master regenerated into Missy, so I figured I could be a beautiful woman too. Strong women are cool. <laughs> Guys, see what I did there? Who do I sound like? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That means you, Doctor, 
are married to a woman. <laughs> yes, well, I haven't met River in my timeline yet. My story as doctor's just beginning. I'm here to get you home, but first, I want to make sure you have you all have learned something. It's time for a pop quiz. First of all, that's hot. Second of all, that's my bit. Oh, not today it isn't. So does everybody have their pens and papers ready? Your, your scented erasers, your markers, your crayons, whatever you need to write with. Boy, you're stealing the whole bit. Oh, well. Was I supposed to grab that with the recording equipment? I got some. Okay, good. Sorry, it's like the only thing I took, so we're good. <laughs> Use a lipstick. I got a pencil. My pencil. I said I'm whatever good. you got. You've got highlighter. I'm going to yell out the answers. A rock, whatever. I'm not going to know any of the answers. All right, well, this quiz is called What Geometrical Shape is the Doctor Most Afraid of? A Weeping Angle. Or, if you don't like that one, <laughs> what do you call two Time Lords standing in the same place? A pair of docks. All right, guys. <laughs> Here is question. I get it because yes. you're doctors. Yes. I just don't know which doctors. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Oz. <laughs> wow. All right, guys. I've got five questions, starting with the easiest, going to the hardest. Are the answers in anywhere around here? No. Was I supposed to learn something? Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm testing. See what you learned. Were you paying attention? No, I was looking for highlight. <laughs> I know, JL. It seems you found some. What is the weird food combination loved by the 11th Doctor? I think everybody should know this one. Nope. Except for JL. I may know this one. Oh, Laura, I don't think you should take this quiz. Why not? Because you're going to know all the answers. So, you're not going to take it. Okay, fine. All right, question number two. What is the name of the current actor playing the doctor? Little Birdie whispered that I should put that as number five, but I felt like too many people would know this answer. Uh. But everybody in this room's just staring at me. I'm the current doctor, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> I'm the doctor. <laughs> God dang it! <laughs> Dr. Who, though? No, just the doctor. <laughs> Number three. What does TARDIS stand for? And it is not tacos are ridiculously delicious in space. Sorry, guys. Damn it. What does TARDIS stand for? Is everybody's pencils down? JL, you're still writing. It's a long one. It is a long one. I'm being patient. Okay. All right, question number four. Why does the TARDIS wheeze and groan during landing? Apparently, it's not supposed to make that noise. This is weird being on this side of the quiz. <laughs> yeah, now you know how it feels. <laughs> question number five. This is going to be a bit tricky, what I'm looking for. How long was Christopher Eccleston the doctor? Now, I'm looking for the time of his first appearance that has aired on on TV until his last on-air appearance. So not necessarily episode time-wise, but how long in time was he the Doctor? Huh? So, <laughs> That's <laughs> yes, what I'm saying. It's a tricky question. When he first appeared on TV until he last appeared on TV as the Doctor, how long was that? First of all, who the hell is Christopher Alcles? I give you this hint. He was the ninth Doctor. He was the second guy you met. Yeah, with the leather jacket. No, he would have been the third one we met today. Oh, yeah, I wasn't counting the first one. With the leather jacket. Why, the first one sounded awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, I think he might have been drunk. Was he with Rose? Yes, he was with Rose. I thought Ganondorf was here at one point. (laughs) Ganondorf sounded awesome. Those were my two favorite characters so far. Am I just putting down a number... Yeah, just put down a number. Sure. All right, everybody down? Pencils yeah. down? Question number one. What is the weird food combination loved by the 11th Doctor, Sabrina? Custard and fish sticks. All right, JL. Peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Nope. Not Elvis. I know. Chris. Custard and fish sticks. Good job. Everybody gets a point, but Yay. JL. My first point. In 117 episodes, my first point. What is the name of the current actor playing the Doctor? Chris. Dr. Boobs. <laughs> JL. Jenna Coleman. 
Sabrina. A girl's name. <laughs> I'm going to give a point to JL because at least he names an actor on Doctor Who, but no. It's, she was Clara. She was Clara. Uh, I jo- thought the answer was impossible, so I went with the impossible girl. Well, there you go. I was close. I had Doctor. I had a girl's and name. <laughs> she does Literally. have boobs. All right. Well, her name is Jodie Whittaker. Uh, Jodie Whittaker. So I get what? Half a point? No, you get nothing. JL gets half a point. Good day, sir. Um, But I had a girl's name down. Nope, still wrong. <laughs> still wrong. What does TARDIS stand for? Jail. Time against reality's destruction in space. Sabrina. Time and relative direction. Super. <laughs> Chris. Time and real idiots. Damn, son. No. <laughs> oh. I'm going to give Chris a point on that one. Yay. However, he was wrong. Oh. It is time and relative dimension in space. I got two. You have one. Time and relative. She did. She did. That's three. All right. Why does the TARDIS wheeze and groan during landing? Sabrina. Because uh, it's cheap and old like your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bert Reynolds. <laughs> Christopher. Bad back. Jail. Hernia. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm going to get five points for this one. It is because the doctor leaves the brakes on. Oh. I don't care. I'm going to like fist bump Chris from over here because we were like on the yes. point there. Yeah. Your mom. All right. How long was Christopher Eccleston on air as the doctor? Jail. Two years. Sabrina. 35. <laughs> 35 what? 35. Okay. <laughs> Christopher. Whatever gets me closer to the real answer. Pi. Pi. Yeah, 3.14 to infinity. Okay. Um, the real answer is he was a doctor for only three months. So 35 days. Sure, three months. I was closest. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, you did pretty awful on that. <laughs> That's normal. But do you feel like you learned anything? I learned it's hard to travel through time while holding recording equipment. I learned that beer on different planets tastes differently, depending on the gravity. Well, I learned a lot. I haven't watched the show before, but if I had the BBC, I'd probably check it out if Mass Singer wasn't on for some reason. Well, I actually already knew all of this. <laughs> well, then, I think you four have a script to write. Let's get you back to your podcast room. Can we play that um, one song on the way back? I don't know. Are you suddenly rich and have that money to pay the royalties? Uh, Nope, I guess not. But we can sing it. Doctor Who. The TARDIS. Doctor Who. The TARDIS. Jail likes my singing. (laughs) The TARDIS. (laughs) Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. I don't know this song. Are we almost there? All right. Why uh, is it to Gary Glitter's rock and roll? Like, you know, rock and roll. Hey. Nah, nah, nah. Because all the great rock and roll songs were already written in the 50s. We we're just repeating them over and over again. I don't believe that. The Ramones made a career of, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see what you guys have to say about Doctor Who. On Facebook, we got lots of gifts. And we can't use that because we need you guys to write words, although I appreciate you responding to it. But all your Doctor Who gifts, I can't tell anybody about them. I'm not going to describe them. Well, there was one with David Tennant. Yes. (laughs) There's another one with David Tennant. There was another one with David Tennant. Oh, there was one with Rose. Lauren said, 10th Doctor, Donna Noble, the Master. So I think she was listing her favorite characters because that's all she wrote. She didn't say, my favorite characters are... Or she was having a stroke and just wrote down Dr. <laughs> you guys are fun. <laughs> John said, first discovered Dr. Who back in the 80s when the, doc- when the fifth doctor was played by Pete Davidson. Oh, not, we know who his daughter not is. Not Pete Davidson. That's, he's on Saturday Night Live. No, no, it's no Peter he used Davidson. to be on Saturday Night Live. No, who? he's not anymore. Pete Davidson. Yeah, he's still but on it's Peter there. Davidson. Pete he Davidson's still on Saturday Night Live. He is? is he? Yeah, Pete Davidson. I only watched when I came across it by chance on late night. PBS. The Tenth Doctor, David Tennant, is definitely my favorite incarnation. I really do love Rose as his companion and Clara, well, Matt Smith played the Doctor. But the humor of Donna Noble 
played by Catherine Tate, won me over as favorite companion so far <laughs> overall. Really? Because I just, I couldn't get behind Donna. I know, you don't like Donna. I don't know who she is. Yeah, that's all right. There's a reason I didn't write her in the script. She's snarky. <laughs> she is very snarky. Then why didn't you write her in the script? Because <laughs> yeah. I had Sabrina. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we didn't need any more snark in this room. Yeah, we do. Oddly Snarky enough, McSnarkerson. <laughs> oddly enough, she barely appears in my favorite episode of the show. Season 4, episode 10, Midnight. Plays out like a claustrophobic, paranoid, alien, mind control nightmare. Really intense, superb script, standout performances from even the supporting cast. I guess ultimately, the best baddies are the Daleks. Yes, they can be corny looking and sounding, but the history, the backstory that goes along with them, coupled with what seems sometimes... Doctor's cockiness aside, an almost dreadful fear and an angry hatred of these things from the Doctor personally make them, in my opinion, the number one villain villains. Where are the commas, John? Where are the commas? Well, interesting fact on the Daleks. And the Daleks are essentially what saved Doctor Who when they were first introduced. Um, we BB- learned that in the boardroom when we, yes. when we flew there. Yeah. But BBC was ready to cancel... Doctor Who as a show because of the viewers weren't there until the Daleks came and then I guess everybody was bit by the bug of of the Daleks and it's made Doctor Who take sure. off. Sure, futuristic bad guy. Why yeah. not? Yeah. You mean the salt and pepper things? Yeah, the salt and pepper things. Yeah, the R two D two looking things. <laughs> oh, I loved him in Star Trek. Before R two, they were way before R two D two though. They were way before R two D two. Donna says Tom Baker, who was the fourth Doctor Who, was my favorite as a child, and David Tennant as an adult. I think the Weeping Angels are the best villains. Don't blink. I have to agree with that. I absolutely love the Weeping Angels. And I will not walk past any statue of a person anymore in my life. The Weeping Angels seem really easy to beat, though. I mean, Not when they surround you. No, They're like those they, little ghosts from Mario. Well, see, if they surround you and they well, open they their eyes, then they, if they see each other, then they can't move. Yeah. So they can't even look at each other. Doctor, the doctor describes them as the loneliest creatures in the universe because Aww. they can never look at each other. Mm. That's kind of sad. Yeah. Even and, lonelier than Polly Shore? Well, Polly Shore can have people look at him and he can look at people. No, people don't look at Polly Shore. Well, Anybody <laughs> looked at Polly yeah. Shore? No, people don't look at him. Shore. do anything in years. But I'm not saying Maybe people do look at him. And if you... Uh, Take your eyes off Polly Shore, he will attack you. <laughs> and that's how Encino Man was made. Um, I, I once saw Polly Shore and Vegas at like Caesar's Palace, and my mother literally went, Oh my God, it's Polly Shore! And then he was just like, Oh God. And he left real fast because he was just visiting. And so my mom goes, I don't know why I got so excited. I don't even like him. <laughs> <laughs> because I think I think you would get excited over any celebrity. If you, like yeah. if they were in the same room, I don't think you have to actually like the celebrity to be super excited. I think she was just more impressed with herself that she yeah, recognized they, him. Yeah. And she was the only one. Who she did. was the only yeah. one. Well, we kind of were like that in Hollywood. We went to uh, Rodeo Drive. And there was one of those tour buses going down, and they all went crazy. And this guy is standing outside the door of some shop, and he waves at them. And we're like, "Oh, it's a star! It's a star!" We don't, we didn't know. We who had he no was. idea who it was, but it was still cool. Like, hey, there was a star walking yeah. down with their dress. Really, he was just the guy Famous who was person. running the crepe cart, just up the road. <laughs> probably. And they were all like, "Yeah, crazy!" He had to be somebody because the entire bus was oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah, I don't know. But I, didn't, I didn't recognize him. Yeah. Um, on Twitter, the Cretans Guild said, We love the Timeless Time Lord. So many friendly arguments over favorite doctor, companion, baddie, TARDIS, screwdriver, showrunner, Christmas episodes. But they didn't give us any more over who won any of those arguments. I guess we'll have to listen to their podcast. Well, no, it's whatever, whatever arguments you have. Well, they're a pop culture podcast, so they probably have a couple Doctor Who shows. And then Fight Director says... Tom Baker, of course. It's got to be Lila. Lilo and Stitch? The Roger Delgado master. Let me see. Wait a minute. Isn't Lila the person from Futurama? Yeah. Yeah, no, but that was, I think, one of the companions. L-E-L-A. You're not going to be able to read my handwriting. I can barely read it. It's one of the earlier companions. And favorite show, I'll settle for Robots of Death. Who's Lila? One of the earlier companions. Oh, I was trying to figure out what I wrote. His uh, fight director's tweet came in super late. All right, well, that's your responses on social media. Let's get to your phone calls. Surprisingly, we got a lot of phone calls on Doctor Who. Lots of fans out there for Doctor Who. She was the companion of the fourth Doctor. 
That's what I said. Well, I didn't, I For guess, name year. her. I guess I didn't name her doctor she was with, but All she right. was with Tom Baker. First phone calls from Chris Green of Gravity Beard. I get the phone calls mixed up. That wasn't Christopher W. Green from Gravity Beard. That was Bruder. I don't think Bruder watches the show. Doctor Who? The TARDIS. <laughs> I don't think he does. I don't think Bruder does anything but sit there to wait to call her phone to put us down. <laughs> I didn't really put us down that time. No, he didn't, surprisingly. Speaking of putting things down, <laughs> let's revisit this beer cooler that we picked up at uh, the End of the World Tavern. JL Beer Cooler, it's cooler than you think. JL Beer Cooler, it's cooler than you drink. It's cooler than you drink. Yeah. <sighs> what is this again, JL? It is Bell's Two Hearted Ale. It's a nice American IPA. I'm going to start since you ended your sentence with that. It is not a nice American IPA. Um, it is not good. Um, it tastes like it's been soaked in two different hearts. <laughs> Both those hearts that were bad, evil people. Um, it, the taste did grow on me a little bit, but it's still not something I'd ever pick up again. I'm going to give this a one. <laughs> Sabrina? Um, yeah, it was... I don't know if it was just because it exploded on us, but it was <laughs> Yeah, it has a very harsh beginning. <laughs> It was the end of the beer before it even began. Yeah. It's like the Cybermen all shook them up. You probably did. It's what the Gipper yeah. switch in that highlight. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I finished it, but I think I only finished it because half of only it half of it was yeah was drinkable. Um, I did not. I I, I don't know. I might just. I uh, I grew on me towards the end. I did get a little bit of the taste of the the grapefruit, I guess, in there, but it was not. I would not go out and buy it personally. Um, you never do. Usually, Chris or I, but you know, and that's only for special occasions. Chris does it, and that's usually my highlight. Who bought like two weeks ago? Me. Three weeks ago. Me. No, no. That's why it's JL's beer cooler. I buy all the beer. <laughs> you just suggest, and you owe me money. No. For that. What was what was the one that I picked up? It was the. Uh, it was the other the other you bought AP, wine once. The other APA. Yeah, it was in a bottle. Yeah. It was like racers. No, no, it was, no, the, it was um, the dog uh, dog dog head reef brewery. donkey reef, reef donkey. donkey. Yeah, see. Ha. Well, that's not in helping with the number for this particular it's a one. beer. Okay. <laughs> you couldn't have just started off with that. Yeah, you can hash out the the finances after this after the mics go off. I'll get you next week. <laughs> um, all yeah. right. So, we all know how I feel about APAs and IPAs and anything that ends with a PA. <gasps> Even Pennsylvania? Yeah. How Sorry. do you feel about the AAA? I've never had to use them, so I don't have an opinion. Okay. Um, and surprisingly, I'm, maybe it's because I am evil-hearted, Chris, but I didn't find this one to be as terrible of an IPA or APA as some of the ones I've had a drink. Swerve. Yeah, I'm going to give it a two. Are, are you just saying that because it's no, I've been so able... far remotely related to Doctor Who? I mean, it's it's related to Doctor <laughs> Who in the fact that two hearts. two hearts are listed on the label. But other than that, it has nothing to do with Doctor Who whatsoever. Maybe it's just because it's a Doctor Who episode and I'm just happy. Be. Maybe. I don't know. But I'm going to give it a two. I still wouldn't run out and drink it. But if it was... At a party, I could see me drinking, too. All right, Beer Master. Well, I do love it, my IPAs, but uh-oh, this one, not so much. That's probably why I liked it, because you all hated it. It was okay. It was all right. Had a weird aftertaste at the end. He's a grapefruit. 
It might have been. I don't know. I've had grapefruit IPAs before, and they're never usually like that. I just, I don't know. Overall, flavor, drinkability-wise, wasn't a big fan of. So overall, I'd have to agree with Laura and give it a two. Surprising. I know. I agreed with Laura. <laughs> and you gave it a two. I'm surprised. Is it because it exploded all over you? Did it have you know, that might have it? actually had an impact on our taste overall. Like, the fact that it all exploded. Like, all four cans exploded. Yeah, and they weren't you know, mishandled. No, they weren't mishandled, anything like that. Yeah. I think the Cybermen just played a mean joke on us. <laughs> I think so. Those Cybermen are horrible. Damn I expect Cybermen. that out of the Daleks. Perfect. Yeah. Aren't they human? Well, no, they're not more anymore. human than human. They're not humans per se anymore. They're cyborgs now. <sighs> but that explains their evil being. Yeah. Well, they have no emotions, so it's not like they're connected to anyone. They're connected to each other. Yeah, but they don't care if they lose one of them. They don't. That's they're, they're not sad. Yeah. Been a harsh script the whole night. Just like Polly Shore. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Polly Shore's not human. <laughs> Bingo. Well, you already you already did the one joke, so I can't. Respond I know we with can't. That. We can't. So <sighs> he only has one joke. <laughs> it was an hour and a half of sun and love. Hey, buddy. <laughs> I'm the weasel. weasel. <laughs> um, excuse me. He also got it's the Leaning Tower of Jesus. That is true. Let's in not forget a goofy movie. The Leaning Tower of Jesus. Well, anyway, he did the voice. We'll do a Polly Shore episode. His friend. So save it. Oh, all the one that's never seen Shore again. Episode. So obviously yeah. that character disappeared the same time as Polly Shore. Pretty much. <laughs> Disney made Polly Shore disappear. <laughs> they did do his movies. No. It was Touchstone, I believe. <gasps> yes, it was. You're right. Disney mm-hmm. did yep. make Polly Shore disappear. So sources for this episode to get rid of the Polly Shore taste in our mouth. <laughs> Doctor Who Adventures in Time and Space by Morgan Davy, Andrew Kenrick, and Rob D. Weber. Wikipedia, the bbc.co.uk website, Doctor Who, Impossible Worlds by Stephen Nicholas and Mike Tucker. Behind the Music featuring Weird Al Yankovic and Dalek by George Mann, Justin R- Richards, and Kevin Scott. Sabrina, where can you find our show? You can find us on Facebook and the official Podcast 42 Facebook group. Uh, you can find us on Spreaker, Spreaker.com, Podcast 42, slash Podcast 42. But you can really find us anywhere that uh, podcasts can be found. Spotify, Apple Music, Spreaker, of course, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play. Um, we like it if you listen to us on Spreaker or Spotify because they pay us. Um, we're Money. also on PodCoin. Um, our website is podcast42show.wordpress.com. Um, you can find a listing of all episodes, our beer guide, um, and all that fun stuff there. Um, we have an email. We like it if you email us, podcast42show at gmail.com. That's podcast42, numerically, not alphanumerically, at show at gmail.com. Email us. We'll pick up those emails, read them out loud. It'll be fantastic. Great way to communicate. You can also call or text us, 321-285-5512. You don't like to talk to us on the phone and leave a message, that's fine. Bruda takes care of all of that. Uh, but you can send us a text message, and we'll read those on the air. We're part of the Podfix Network. And, of course, we have our Patreon page, where you'll be able to find all of our unedited shows, and you can see how much of a mess this one was when beer exploded. I thought it went very smoothly. <laughs> and Smoother than the beer. Yeah. Yeah. And Jail thought he was better than the rest of us and thought he could open up his beer without making it explode. And then his exploded twice as much as everybody else's. <laughs> no, just the same amount. Uh, so check us out on Patreon, Podcast 42. If you have any pops you don't want, you can send them to JL and me. Oh, yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. Funko pop collectors yes yep i'll take them without the box too Ooh, see there you go you got them hanging around your kids are playing with them look a little rougher on the edges it's okay we'll take care of them for you send them on in All if right. you want to do that you can email us, us at podcast <laughs> email us no. yep no. at gmail.com and we'll take those off your hands we'll, we'll get we'll get you to where they need to be all right well i'm christopher devos i'm sabrina pierre jl trose I'm Laura. Bye. We never got to say hi. Bye. We never got to say bye. <laughs> bye bye. Catch you on the flippy flop.
Stay fresh, cheese bags. I still have no catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs>
died for him. Me, I trusted him. Me, I loved him. And me, I'm the damn fool that shot him. There's a million.